This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, hello, hello. Today is Monday, December 19th, 2022, episode number 230. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. What's happening? Oh, just, you know. Same old. Cra- crazy life of a turd. Never <laughs> ends. Oh my gosh, it is a crazy life of a turd. And I want you to know that segment on Tucker was absolutely hilarious. I actually put it up on our website. So anybody that hasn't seen it, they've got to see it. I have a Uh clip that I can play as well. But my goodness, what a way to say goodbye to Adam Kidzinger. Seriously. I was actually because, you know, I have all these orders to do this time of year. So I'm in. I get up about two in the morning, so I'm kind of on a second shift. It just helps me. Right. And um, then I go to bed anywhere from seven to nine. Sometimes, you know, I don't go to bed, but I lay in bed and watch a movie or something and relax after my cocktail hour. Hello, people. (laughs) Happy hour at the Cat Turn Ranch. That's where you get happy after a day of all the work. (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, so I'm going through my DMs and... A guy said, "Hey, you're gonna um, you're gonna be uh, uh, in the monologue tonight, and you'll be um, something like you, and it's and it'd be significant." And I said, "What monologue? Who is this? I didn't even know who this was." Right. He says, "I'm one of the producers on Tucker Carlson tonight." Oh my! I said, gosh. "I said this was like five to three minutes before the show come on." Right. I was like, "Huh?" So then I looked the guy up. And it did, you know, his bio was like producer of the Tucker Carlson show and everything. I said, because I thought somebody was punking me. I was just like, what monologue? What are you talking about? So I was like nervous at that point. I said, oh, boy. Mm, here <laughs> it comes. Going, you know, I don't know say so in this. Uh, so, 
Oh yeah. It, I it, remember it a- I remember getting a a text from you and you said, I don't know if it's gonna be good or bad, but this is what's happening. <laughs> I just went Yeah, oh my I God. texted you and said, Yeah, in like two minutes <laughs> they said that I'm gonna be featured in the monologue from Tucker Carlson. Show. I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> so I was ready to catch it and I just I just wrote you back and I said, Well send me the file, please, so that I've got it because I definitely want to cover it on Saturday, which I did and I was able to highlight oh, some awesome my videos. DMs and my emails and everything. Are you watching this? Oh, it was awesome. It was so good. And I'm gonna I didn't so even good have the time to say anything to anybody because I was just like I got up because I was already laying in bed. I got up and went into the living room to the bigger TV and turned it on. By the time I just got up, um, you know, and, and, and walked in and, and, and turned on the TV, and a couple of minutes later it started, so I didn't know what was going on. Oh, it was awesome. And I, I want to thank Not Paso and others who I played and highlighted on Saturday. They did such a great job on all of their videos. It was amazing. But I'm going to play you the clip in case you missed it. It was perfect. Check this out. Cat turd on Tucker. You made that Lord. the other day when he responded personally to a Twitter account called Cat Turd. Because when you're one of Washington's leading authorities on foreign policy, you spend a lot of time on Twitter reading accounts with names like Cat Turd. So the other day, Cat Turd made the mistake of posting a meme that seemed to mock the colors of the Ukrainian flag, colors that are sacred to Adam Kinzinger and every other empathetic soccer mom in her mid-40s. You can imagine how offensive that was. It was like telling an off-color joke about Meghan Markle. It could not stand. And so alone and battling debilitating hot flashes in his kitchen, fighting the urge to open yet another bag of Chips Ahoy, Adam Kinzinger fought back. Literal evil, he wrote in a late night response to Cat Turd. If I met you in person, it would not end well for you, sicko. (laughs) Whoa, hear that Cat Turd? It will not end well for you. That's not a pillow fight Adam Kinzinger is talking about. That's a full on slap fight with hair pulling. This is real. You'd better apologize. Our heart goes out to Cat Turd tonight, who's probably cowering in a litter box somewhere, waiting for Adam Kinzinger to show up with sharpened nails. Mock the Ukrainian flag, get scratched. Those are the rules, Cat Turd. It's a tough town. Meow. <laughs> I can't. I was like, what in the actual F? <laughs> I bet I'm like, you boy, were. this is going to be a crazy day on Twitter tomorrow for me. And it was wonderful. And I was given like three minute warning that that was even going to happen. So that's the I would have. I, I don't give Fox News the uh, ratings, so I very seldom ever watch Tucker at night. I, I you know, watch it on something. To, so I don't have to give them any kind of mainstream media rating. So I watch it on the computer the next day because I like to watch it. Oh, it's great. It's one show I like to watch. So he's real good. Yeah. So really it was is. it was crazy. And then Elon Musk was like uh responding to me three times the next I day. Know. And it was just like, God. And so that you know, that really gets them all bent out of shape. So <laughs> They've been all been out of shape. <laughs> they have. And the whole thing about it is everybody's been asking me, is Cat Turd going to be Twitter CEO? What do you think, Cat? Have you have yeah. you gotten any rumblings or any nibbles from that? I actually can't believe he ran that poll. I mean, he I must know. have known because there's such a backlash with all the people on, you know, all the blue check marks and they're so I I knew he was gonna lose that poll, but Well, of but, course. Especially yeah, when you have the lame The truth stream. is, though, if he's not involved like he is now tweeting all the time and stuff, it's going to lose its magic if he just points somebody else and then he kind of disappears in the background. So, 
I agree with that. Well, I, I mean, He's got also, to realize that. he also, you know, it's interesting about this experiment because all of a sudden with this particular poll, now, you know, they've been extremely quiet on the Twitter files. They have not been covering them because it includes them. They had this same connection, I am sure, with the FBI who claim they were not involved with the election and everything else, this propaganda that we were all discovering. And so they wouldn't just—they dis- won't discuss any of that. But when it came to a poll, they were all in, and they were encouraging people and and getting people on the left to participate. Now that goes to show you what kind of influence they have in our society as a whole. I mean, they've been mum about all the Twitter files; they don't want to talk about that. But when it comes to whether Elon Musk should be in charge of Twitter as CEO and stay in that position, oh boy, you've got them crawling out from rocks and everything else. So, I mean, this is the same thing. This is what we're trying to defeat. And I'm telling this, you, if it's you've bad. read the latest, did you read today's? Oh my oh, god, it's that bad FBI is news. so rotten. They were basically running Twitter people. Yes, they were. And they've got James Baker. They've got like 15, 16 top FBI agents. They basically FBI had infiltrated um, um, uh, Twitter. If you want to while the conservative counts in behalf of the Democrat Party, these people are traitors. They're treasonous. Mm-hmm. They have the FBI. I don't want to hear anything about Russian interference again because Russia what. A, far, a bought farm that spent $10,000. Are you kidding me? They interfered in the 2016 election. They came up with the fake dossier. It was all them in the Hillary Clinton campaign. And what do they do? They put a special counsel on Trump for what they did, and they knew they'd done it. That's right. They got Jeff Sessions out of the way. Here comes Worm Rod Rosenstein. They appoint a special counsel. They give it to a bunch of Trump haters. Uh, and then the, they knew there was no crime. There was n- no indication of any crime. And then they spent the FBI all in the middle of it. Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, Bruce and Nellie Orr, uh, Andy McCabe, James Comey, and blah, all the way through, way, all of them. That's right. And and they're the ones that should have had the special counsel, but they're running the show. They're running all of it. And that is a problem. And now all of a sudden they want to start talking about, okay, so think about this. They have had the last few years complete control, an absolute monopoly on the lamestream and on the messaging. They've had all of this yeah, control, all of this power. It. They're running it. And now guess what? Since we won the house, guess what they want to do? They want to get rid of Section 230. They want to start crafting a new narrative. They want to uh, say what what happens on social media. Why? Because all of this is being exposed, and they know that they're going to lose their power. So what are they going to do? No, that's not how this is going to run. We have the right to correct all of the wrongs and be able to prove everything that happened. They FBI cannot shut us up again. Joke. It is a they- joke. They, they they tried to frame Trump. They framed General Flynn. They tried to jail anybody that had anything to do with him. They did. You know, look at Roger Stone and and, and, and everybody else. And they and, and and they spent four years trying to ruin his presidency. The FBI did. And uh, then they 
They colluded in 2020 with the Hunter laptop. They colluded in 2022. I mean, they have been interfering in our elections more than China, North Korea, Iran, and Russia combined could ever dream about doing times a million. They all should be charged with treason. This is treasonous stuff, people. And And the FBI has no more purpose. It's a corrupt, rotten organization that has no business even existing anymore. They suck. They do. And they are guilty. And we just need to basically have a hearing, present the evidence. But the problem is we're going to need to have special counsel. We're going to have to get special counsel after special counsel. We're going to have to get things out of D.C. because you know that that's just a sewer. If it's against the even if we appoint the most Republican people, Mm alive or the most conservative people alive to run a special counsel in two years against the FBI, they'll still slow walk it and nothing's going to happen because they own the, they, they have DC. It's this sewer filled, um, you know, slimy sewer stinking crap hole up there. (laughs) Everybody's corrupt. 96% of the people in that, in the beltway vote for Democrats. And what do they do? Just like the January 6th prisoners, they run everything through their courts. Mm-hmm. It's a rubber stamp. They have rubber stamp judges. Mm-hmm. They pick rubber stamp jurors. They, and, and they just get every little thing they want. It's just a big, giant cesspool of corruption. And you can't, and, and that's, why, that's why no charges were filed. That's right. I mean, look, look the one guy they tried to charge, uh, um, Durham tried to charge, uh, who was guilty of sin, they... The, the judge, a rubber stamp judge in the D.C. area, they wouldn't let the prosecutors pick their own jurors, people. Exactly. They, they had a guy on there that was the defendants. Him and his daughter were on the same soccer team. And, and, the, and they were like, you can't put him on there and judge. Yep, he's going on there. I mean, it's just it, you, they, don't, they don't even need to have courts in D.C. anymore. It's that corrupt. It, it, they're all just rubber stamp kangaroo courts. Well, that's exactly what we have, and we don't have anybody fighting on our behalf. But one thing is for sure, when you look at the case with the whole Durham thing, he went through the motions, and he really wasn't expecting any other outcome motion. because he knew. <laughs> the slow so motion. it just it just played out in front, just the way he, he he's showing the American people, hey, I went through the steps, I did my job, this is what I did, and here is their conclusion. Thank you, judge. Thank you, jury. And I'm done. And that's all we've seen. This is out. This is nothing happens. Upsetting. Yeah, these this this is treason. Mm -hmm. Point blank. These people are traitors to our country. The uh, uh, Christopher Ray belongs in handcuffs. All the people that were involved in the Russia Gate hoax and uh, belong in handcuffs. They were they were investigating Trump with a special counsel from people that were involved in framing him. We're running the special counsel. Exactly. My God, you can't get any more corrupt. No, this government, I I don't want to hear anything about the corrupt government of China and the corrupt Russians. I don't want to hear nothing about it. Mm -mm. They, 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 you know, hold my beer, Washington, D.C., believe me. They were completely and directly involved in collusion, 100%. They stole this our elections. This is a real insurrection. It surely this is. is. A, this is an actual insurrection. That's what I was saying. You know, this is exactly the insurrection that everybody's been looking for, and it has been a propaganda Pravda war that they have had complete and total control over. You want to see an insurrection? That's what happened on social media and lamestream media and everything else. They hijacked this country. 
in more ways than one. Then you start talking about their narratives, what else they wanted to accomplish. Then you start talking about the corporate media and others and corporations, how they've got their people completely submerged in all of those corporations so that they can basically define the narrative on those too. So you wonder why these corporations are going broke, go woke, go broke. It's because they have got people in there like Adam Schiff that are saying, hey, you either follow our way, what we tell you to say and what we tell you to do, or you're out. This is not the plan that's going to have us survive. No. Yeah, we don't even have a government. None. The FBI and the CIA is so corrupt. Mm Mm-mm. Um, I mean, it's just a rotten fish. You can't they, they fix suck. it. You can't fix it. It's way you can't. too much. The FBI's got to be disbanded. 100%. But it's not just that. It's There's no government. fixing it. Right. It's Department of Homeland Security. It's Department of Justice. It's all of our government entities, the CIA, et cetera. They're all involved. Where are the Republicans? They're not here. Yeah, so, so where's the opposition? They're in on it. That's it. They, every bit of this was to get rid of Donald Trump. All of it, all the all the COVID crap, Bingo. all the mail-in voting, mm-hmm. all the FBI collusion with the, it was all just one in the Republicans like Mitt Romney and all the entrenched ones, all the ones like Paul Ryan, they let it happen, and, uh, yep, and Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. and uh, all, they 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 wanted it to happen. They were involved in it too, certainly, and that is another reason why they want to start this whole ranked choice voting because it worked so well in Alaska when they knew that Murkowski didn't stand a chance and others. Ooh, it worked so well over there. She would have lost by 30 points in a primary. They come up with a system where she could win. That's it. Spent $9 million doing it just so she could vote for the Democrats every single vote. You got it. These people want to stay in charge, and this is what they plan on doing. He's a brilliant strategist, strategic. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's the dumbest loser alive. He's dumb as a box of rocks. It is God, he's so stupid. He just, All of it. You can't win with him up there, ever. Can't win with You're never going to have folks. the Senate as long as that idiot is running it mm-hmm. in the Republican side. He just wants people that he, he, you know, 1991 called and wants the Republican strategy back. Oh this, this party is no longer the warmonger, business roundtable, chamber of commerce, mm-hmm. uh, you know, suit and tie, um, you know, uh, whatever. It's just not that anymore. I mean, everybody, we're America first. We're the work. We're for the working people, and they just can't get over it. And they're just a bunch of warmonger neocons, and they can't get over themselves. Well, and the problem is now, all of a sudden, they know that we know that this whole entire narrative that they've been pushing is just bogus. It's just Pravda. That's all it is. Here, you've got Rand Paul, who is questioning Ray, who says. That, that, that there's no interference, right? I mean, like, they're not doing any of this stuff. Listen to this exchange. And he just lies. Mickens is sitting there in front of him, and he's basically giving these eye signals to all of these other people looking around going, uh-oh, he's asking all the right questions. What do they know? Well, anybody knows that when you're in a hearing like this, you never ask a question you don't already know the answer to. They've got the receipts. They knew what they were going for. Listen to this exchange. Companies are referring information to the FBI with investigative value relating to foreign malign influence. Now, there'd probably be a great deal more tolerance about that if it's foreign malign influence. But the question is, are you also receiving information on so-called 
domestic. But what, what would that mean? Is someone questioning whether paper ballots are an accurate way of running election? Is that good enough for you to be getting our private information because we have a political beef with the way votes are counted or recorded in our country? Is that something that you're collecting information on? Are, you, are they giving you information on private things that you've told them, well, we, people who question the election, we want, we want to hear about these people, and so then they're giving you this information. Are you receiving information? I'll like give that? you two classic examples that I think happen with some frequency. One, if we supply information to, say, Facebook or any number of other technology companies about foreign accounts, Russian intelligence service, for example, accounts, Russia. they, when they then look in their system for those accounts, they often find other accounts related to those and they provide tips and leads back to us about those. That's one example. A second would be a situation where a technology company encounters a threat of violence on their platform, on their services, and they provide tips and leads to us and we follow and up on and those and threats of violence. there's not a lot of disagreement about that. The question is, is when we start to talk about political speech. And that is the question, are you receiving things that could be interpreted? And we'd want to know, and if you're not going to admit to us, whether it's political speech, someone who questions the election, you know, someone who uh, is, is mad about something that, that is going on, but it's not saying they're directly going to commit violence, they're mad about things. What the New York Post article said is, yes, you're getting this. And then when they're finally read in context, and this is from a whistleblower, which makes us suspect you're not being forthcoming or honest with us, is that whistleblowers are saying you are receiving this information from Facebook and others, and that you are going around the Constitution then to come back and try to get warrants for it. But then once you read it, there's been no actionable intelligence on this, but this is an active program that you've got. If you work for the government, you. you should admit to us whether or not you have a program going after our speech. Thank you, Senator we, Paul. We investigate violence, not speech. Thank you, Senator. Hmm. Really? Well, well, that is a complete lie, because as Liar. a lot of you know, the the Twitter files part seven oh, has been released. Guy, I can't Such a liar. stand He is Just going smug, to smug, yes, traitor yes. to this country. Lies every time he gets up there. Notice, for example, like Russia information. Russia, you're the one interfering in the election, bud. Not oh, Russia. It's not goodness. Putin. It's not Putin. It's you, and we know it. Well, the, these have been released, and you all can read them. I'm going to drop them into chat so that you have them, so you can read through them, and you can see what a big, fat lie this actually is, because it is just like everything else, and they are going to try to distract you from it. Now, the good news is, for whatever it's worth, the FBI faces some subpoenas now exposed because of the Twitter files, exposing social media ties from the House Republicans. Now we have a ha the House back, and all of a sudden, people are starting to recognize what kind of weight that is going to have. In fact, NBC's Chuck Todd, even though the narrative was, hey, they won the election because you know what? They think that it was a win because it wasn't a bloodbath. But yet they had absolutely everything to do with it not being. Listen to what NBC Chuck Todd, who I'm not a fan of, had to say. Democrats, meanwhile, may have a false sense of security, acting like they won the midterms. But they did lose the House and they did lose the popular vote. You got that right. Even when they had every single tool yeah, working million. for them. Yes. You lost a popular vote in a midterm by six million, and you gained a Senate seat. Yeah, that's 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 possible. Mm -hmm. 
yep, they're starting to figure it out. Hey, if they didn't know, if they were just too lazy for the last couple of years to actually do their job and recognize what was happening, which I seriously doubt, they were all in on it. But let's just pretend, let's give them a pass and say, hey, you didn't know what was going on. Wow, are they in a rude awakening now? And boy, are their their ratings and everything else going to suffer because they have been continuing with this whole perpetual lie from the left. They have owned this whole thing. This is theirs. And everything from Russia, Russia, Russia to Orange Man Bad, all of this propaganda, it came from the left and they just sent it all over the place. But now they're starting to wake up to the fact that this is not really what the American people are buying or what they believe. So now they're going to have egg on their faces. And the a lot Republican more. Party should be up there, every single senator, every single House member in a microphone screaming as loud as they can right now. And they're doing nothing as usual. You know what they're trying to do? Pass a big omnibus plan that's going to send us further in inflation. That's right. Just so they don't have to work. Just so they can put everything in one package. Everybody gets all their pork. Everybody gets all their money. And then they don't have to do anything next year. Don't even have to go to work. That's what they're trying to do right now. While we just found out for, for a fact the FBI has uh, got his little tentacles in all these media companies. Everything. And they're trying to just censor our speech. They're, they're the enemy of the people, literally. That's exactly right. And I don't want to hear anything about good agents. I don't want I don't care oh, no. about the FBI anymore. No. No I don't want to hear there's good agencies. They do do some good over here. I don't care. Uh -uh. They're rotten. They're, they're they've turned on the people of this country. They think we work for them. They have tried to frame people. They have they, it, in, if, if, if they've got an investigation, that's where all information goes to die. They raided Epstein Island. Nothing. All that happened with the, the Epstein Island. We know they were raping kids on that island. It's called Rape Island yeah. for years. Mm -hmm. Not one indictment, not even looking into it. The FBI in Las Vegas went and covered that shit up so fast it'd make your head spin. We can go on Whitmer. and on and on. Like yeah, the Whitmer, Whitmer kidnapping. Yeah, yeah, they framed two guys. I mean, she had a victim's impact statement that she put yeah. out there, fully knowing that n there wasn't even a plot of kidnapping. It was just used yeah. as another as another prop for them to they, sell. They planted child porn on Cheryl Atkinson's. They spied mm -hmm. on her and 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 and, and planted child porn on her husband's uh, um, computer. You know, computer, sure. and they have access to our computers. They can do anything. They can act like you're making a bomb. They can act like you're got child porn, like they did with him. They can act like you. How do, who knows what they can put on your computer? They I mean, every just... day I expect them to beat down my door and say, "Hey, yeah. you were looking up uh, how to become a Russian spy on your computer yesterday." And I'm like, "No, I ain't either. Ain't nobody gonna believe you." Exactly. They, that's what they do, and that's how rotten they are. And nothing ever becomes at it. Hey. That the people don't even remember some of the things like the the they blew up somebody blew blew up a bomb in Nashville and blew up three city blocks. Right. And then they just said, "Oh, just just redneck out in the woods." They come there, done. The investigation's over. And after they blew him up, then they said they couldn't find any DNA. <laughs> no, was, they found DNA. They, the they, yes, blew, exactly. Yeah, and I was I was making fun of it. They must have been like you know, air particle DNA, and they got to the lab. Confirmed it in like an hour. Exactly. Man, they're miracle workers. And we never saw him again or heard an, yeah, anything it, else from it again. They've, they framed Trump. They framed General Flynn. They, uh, uh, I mean, they're just rotten. Yeah, they're just rotten to the core. Um, our last three FBI directors, Mueller, Comey, and Ray, who's been running that place for twenty years, 
I don't want to hear the good agents. I don't care what they do anymore. I just want them disbanded. I don't want it to exist. They don't deserve to exist. They don't des- the way they're going. There's just no fixing it anymore. It's just, it's just, it's just this big giant brown shirt uh, agency that works for the Democrat Party to against political opponents. Let's keep going. They all these pro-life th- th- bombers, right? Right. They've been bombing pro-life, uh, you know, pro-life clinics, bombing Plan- them. Okay? And it was just planned ignored, pregnancies. Ignored, right. not, even, not even investigated. But, Lord, don't go up and sing no hymns at, at, at an abortion clinic. Here comes Christopher Ray raiding your family, you know, church-going family with your kids in front of you, coming in there with machines gun drawn to your head and, and pulling you out in front of your, you know, your, your family. Uh, so I, I don't I don't want to hear anything else about the FBI. I don't, I, don't, I don't care about the agents. I don't care nothing about it because it's so crooked. If you're a good person and, and you work for the FBI right now, you're you're going to quit, or are you going to be a whistleblower? If you're not one of those two things, then then you're in on it, and that's all there is to it. Well, exactly, and and go work for the for the sheriffs. Do that instead. It would be yeah. a lot more effective. Yeah. They can handle anything the that's blue. going on, right? So, yeah. yeah, this whole thing is just a criminal enterprise, and I don't even think it's really a party just, thing anymore. I think it's more of an elitist it's, thing. It's, they have us all working the, for them. We're their slaves, in, in a sense. I mean, they take our money to fund themselves, right, and all their investigations to go after their political enemies. What, what is the— I, when, it's where does 1984. it end? We it can, really is. We've got to get a hold they of this brain, stuff. They, 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 you, from the time you uh, pull up to that school and drop your kid in kindergarten at four years old, from the time if they go to college at 22 years old, they're in there brainwashing your kids got that with right. all this crap, all this woke crap, all this ridiculous climate change hoax. And now they're teaching them they can't breathe air with COVID. They're teaching the groomers and in pronouns. From the time you drop that kid off at four years old, by the time they're 22, them kids don't have a prayer. And they, they're just programmed government sheep at that point. That's all they are. And the parents and, are the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the parents. That's another thing the DOG and the FBI has done. That's right. Of, under Biden. You know, uh, they, they domestic terrorists are people that go to PTA meetings and bitch because they don't want their kids uh, to be taught, hey, you're white, and so you're a racist. And, uh, hey, here's a, a drag story arrow, and this guy's going to fling his ding-dong in your six-year-old's face all day, and if you mm-hmm. don't say anything, you're transphobic, and you're a hate monger. Just I mean, really. people, I, I don't understand how anybody can see. I don't have kids, so. I always say, well, you'd be different if I had kids, but I swear, I've said this my whole life, I, there's no way they would go to a government school. They either go to private school or home school, but especially now it's okay. Back when I was growing up, they taught you social studies, history, reading and writing. They never talk about it. I didn't even know if half my teachers were married, much less everything to do with their um, um, get, you know, sex life. I wasn't interested. I didn't know if they in, were gay or straight. I, I didn't know if I they were even married. I, I, I wasn't interested in that. I didn't even yeah. recognize my teachers if they were outside of school and I saw them somewhere, like at a store or something. It was just so odd to me that they were actually human. They were my teachers. <laughs> and that yeah. was it. I mean, I didn't know anything else other than that. They taught me how to read, write, and do arithmetic. And that was it. That was our relationship. Yeah. Algebra. Exactly. Physics, uh, history. I mean, now it's just like, God, I mean, the, the kids don't have a prayer. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. They and really it's just, they, they tell you everything to do. Everything's brainwashed. Then you go home, you watch the TV 
You watch ABC, NBC, CNN, you watch news, it's all lies. It's all propaganda. So then you get brainwashed with all that crap. And then now you turn on the TV and every commercial's woke. All the corporations are woke. They're taking people's bank account that don't agree with the system. They're putting shots in your arm that are deadly as hell. And then, hey, you need you need one, two, three, four, five. I mean, how many are you going to put in your arm? Exactly. My God, it's a 99.9% survival rate, guys. It's, it's almost exactly the yearly flu survival rate. And no, a million people didn't die in America. They died. They <laughs> We all know what they did. They inflated the numbers to ridiculous amounts. They did. You know, a motorcycle wreck. You had done. COVID. COVID. Right. Plane, you know, fell out of a plane, COVID. Fell off a letter, COVID. Mm -hmm. All of it's it ridiculous. was COVID. They, they, that's what they labeled everything. Because they wanted to continue to sell the lie. And who are the people that benefited from this? Okay, well, you can just look at Pfizer, for example. They're sponsoring all of these shows and everything else. So they did not dare talk out on them. But... It, it just, it has gotten so bad. You by Pfizer. By Pfizer, right. They, they, Royal yeah. Wedding, what have you. All uh, of it it's, brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah. Yikes. So Is they Pfizer lied. to blame for all the deaths brought to you by Pfizer? Mm -hmm. I mean, and then somebody comes up, no, they're not. Exactly. That's their sugar daddy, yeah. Pfizer. I mean, they're yeah. all getting paid and that's going to come out shortly. Just wait. I mean, you know that when they start investigating all this stuff, especially Fauci, because they're not going to be able to get ahead of that story. There was definitely correspondence there. Elon Musk has already alluded to it by saying, prosecute Fauci were his pronouns yeah. okay so he's got enough in there that it, his life is never going to be the same then you've got all of these government shills that are just lying to us on a regular basis saying that they weren't involved are you kidding look at all of this here's a thread by name redacted 247 over there on Twitter and he is talking directly or she is talking directly to Elon Musk saying your new company Twitter has many ex-FBI CIA agents in high ranks should probably do a little housekeeping. There is a whole thread calling out all of these people by name. You've got this whole thing, Doug Hunt, current Twitter senior director, ex-FBI special agent, 20 years, Kevin McAlina, current Twitter senior corporate security analyst, ex-FBI intelligence analyst, 12 years. They're all, they've all been placed in these positions. This goes on. Karen Walsh, Michael B. I'm just skipping over names now. There's so many. Otherwise, I would be reading this to you until the end of the show. This is the problem. This is a real problem. They're all in there. It, it's working exactly like the government works. They have all of these people in these key They're positions. They're in control of it. Sure. 100%. And, and, and another thing, and then Jack Dorsey's always, why? Do, I didn't know things were going on. You're oh, please. Idiot. He did. You and your weird beard. He knew. Take a bath. Come cut on. your hair. <laughs> you know he knew. You know God. he knew. I, I know he knew. I'm a hippie. Worth four hundred billion. There's enough. There's enough correspondence. <laughs> Talk about a fake hippie. My God. There's Trust me, guys. I was a hippie. I had a beard down to my belly button and hair down to my butt, and I lived on the lake and caught fish for a living and played music. I was a real hippie. A real hippie. <laughs> hitchhiked about the whole deal. I, I hitchhiked, did it all. You know. Yeah. You know. All of it. I was a real hippie for many years after I got out of the army. So I know what a hippie was, and it ain't Jack Dorsey. No, Jack Dorsey. I got $20 billion. Right. I'm a hippie if I grow a weird beard. Yeah. 
No, he he knew but he's exactly not innocent. where this was going. You, you, number one, you knew everything that was going on, but you were too weak. You got steamrolled by everybody, or you you were you were in on it. So he was in one on of the it. two. You're incompetent, or you're in on it. He but just you, wanted you're to... not an innocent bystander, right? But see, they this is what they thought. This is how they kind of handled this whole thing. The less he knew, the better. When he was up there testifying, so send him in, and then he can honestly say or. I don't believe it, but I, I believe he knew enough. I, I really do. But that he didn't know all the inner workings now that all of this is being discovered. Remember how the left reacted at first when Elon Musk said, hey, I'm going to buy Twitter. Well, they freaked out. Then all of a sudden, when he did buy Twitter, then they freaked out, okay? Because then they because they wanted him to buy Twitter. So then he does. Now he's going through these files. He's exposing it. Now they're freaking out again. It's like, you can't keep up with them and their narratives. They want one thing and then they get another. And he's playing them, I think, perfectly. But when you look at this, this is out from the Gateway Pundit, and you're talking about Elon Musk, he retweeted Robert Kennedy Jr.'s tweet predicting Fauci's life is about to be turned upside down. And it's true because they admitted that the Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine causes blood clots. Imagine that. That is now yeah. coming out. Who, who's been saying that for two years? We have. Man, I did a tweet the other day. We warned you about this, and yep. you called us anti-vax, horse-based taking, grandma killers. Right. Uh, you know, and, and, and then we were trying to save your lives. But, you know, hey, now you got all them shots in you, and all a lot of bad things can happen. I mean, just watch the videos of some real scientists and some real doctors that actually treat this stuff, not a bureaucrat that got a Pfizer tramp stamp on his back like Fauci does. Exactly. Uh. And this is the thing, though. Okay, so you weren't allowed to speak out against COVID. So many accounts were censored, and they were completely suspended indefinitely for even talking about it. Some of the greatest doctors, some of the greatest oh. minds completely shut down because they wanted to push this jab and they were not going to be satisfied until they forced every single person into taking them you weren't allowed to go into restaurants taking this or stuff. anything i know they called us the unvaccinated and we we're going to cause the death of our family and make oh, sure certainly. the over yeah and, and and they'll never be able to explain as long as i live if their vaccine works how's an unvaccinated person going to affect them at all Oh my gosh, it is so. It don't make any sense. You taking a vaccine, you say works one hundred percent, and it's the best thing since sliced bread, and the vaccine works. Then how can I give you COVID? Oh my god, you're vaccinated. The you know the reason. I mean, it's just they demonize people. They put people out. There's people dead right now because they were forced to take that jab. That are 22, 18, 35, healthy young people that died needlessly. It's true. They went over the something that literally, seriously, mm -hmm. if you were healthy and an athlete and you're 17 years old, you're literally more likely to die of getting struck by lightning twice mm -hmm. than then dying of COVID. And then they're putting this experimental jab, rush, rush, rush. We're not going to tell you what it's in it. The, the, they're trying to hide the information for 75 years. Once it's out, they don't even put the side effects inside the boxes. Or, or allergic reactions or anything. They just rush, 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 stick it in your arm. There's just no way. I, I never even considered taking it. Trump was pushing it, and I wouldn't even consider it. I was fighting like hell. I, said, nope. I remember that, too. 
Absolutely. But, but let's let's not forget how they wanted to demonize you if you wouldn't take the jab. They would say that you were responsible for murdering your grandparents, right? Yeah. That you were going to be the reason that they would die. And then they separated you from your grandmother and grandfather. My grandparents died decades ago, so I don't know how in the hell I'd kill them if I didn't get jabbed. I mean, but this <laughs> but. is what they were telling people. And you've got these horrible videos st- that are still floating around of these older people, the elderly that are just, you know, their hands up against the glass, needing and wanting to see their families and not understanding why they cannot. Well, then they forced you to get a jab to protect them. These people, they, they're they're murderous. They're, they're evil. They're evil as, as the day is long. Even Ben Shapiro, which I'm not a big fan of some people like him but I don't like him but he pushed that jab and his Mm -hmm. wife was a doctor and he pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and made fun of everybody didn't take it and now he comes out a couple of days ago yeah if I knew all the information now would I take it probably not Gosh, he's uh, walking it all back. Listen to this. Moonwalking. That's right. Here he is. Like my we're lied to by the scientists. <laughs> we're lied to by Pfizer. We're lied to by the government. We're lied to by the Biden administration. We're lied to. I don't like being lied to. I don't know about you. And it makes me not believe these people. Now, as I've spoken out before, I got vaxxed twice. Or I'm double vaxxed. My wife being a doctor and seeing vulnerable patients is, is triple vaxxed. But knowing now what I know then, what... Knowing then what I know now, rather, would I have actually gotten vaxxed based on the information that my actual chances of death from COVID were exorbitantly low and I wouldn't be preventing my parents from getting? That was really what I was concerned about because we were bubbled with my parents. Would I have gotten it? I don't know. I really don't know. I think maybe not. Because again, my personal risk when it comes to the vaccine was extremely low when it came to COVID. I'm a young, healthy male with no pre existing wow. conditions. Yeah, but, you know, it, 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 the government lied to us. Yeah. It, you you do this for a living, and you're, like, way bigger than I am, and our show is, and you do this for a living, and you didn't know the government was lying to you about that? You don't have any common sense at all? He's like, I can't believe it. The Biden lied to me. Okay, everything Biden says is a lie. The government lies to <laughs> Everything the government tells us is a lie. Pfizer, they're going to tell the truth. Only thing they ever did worth a damn their whole lives was make Viagra. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it is so true. I mean, this is thing. just like, going, we're just That's going. the only thing they ever made it work. Oh, it's just, uh, it's just so bad. I mean, we have a real situation here look because at this. Look so at that. many Read people. That. Look at this. Okay, so currently there are over 32,000 reported deaths and over 15,800 reported heart attacks linked to the COVID vaccines. Okay. Now, this is through, you've got 1,481,226 reports through December 9th, 2022. Look at this. Most people that entered the hospital never came out. You couldn't. It was a death trap. They wouldn't even let you come out. They wouldn't say, hey, we, I'm, you know, I'm telling you, if I was in, if I was in there, but then they scared everybody to death. They went in there. They gave you that resmivir or whatever it is. It cost $48,000 a right. dose. Mm-hmm. That shut down your kidneys. Mm-hmm. And then once your kidneys yeah. shut down and then your lungs shut down and they put you on a ventilator, then they rushed everybody out and wouldn't let them see you like you had leprosy or something. Mm-hmm. And then you died alone in a hospital because of what they did to you in there. Correct. And the other thing that they would do is somebody would come in and let's pretend they were diagnosed with pneumonia or something like that. Well, by the time the paperwork made it to the front desk, 
they would have changed it because the hospital is making all of this money, 32000 a patient, to label it COVID from the government. I mean, this is scary stuff. They would actually change your diagnosis because the hospital would make more money if they said that you had COVID. This is how bad it is. So you've got 32,828 deaths. You've got 186,098 hospitalizations. You've got 141,417 urgent care. You've got doctor office visits, 216,621. And then you've got Anaflex, and that is 10,240. And then you have Bell's palsy, which you're starting to see a rise in, 16,481. Yeah. Justin Bieber, hello. Hello. He can't even use his face. And I wonder about Katy Perry and that weird wink that she was doing. I don't know what that was. That was so odd. Man. It goes on that was and a, on. That was a malfunction in robot chip. <laughs> I guess. That's a, that's, that's a that's, that's AI. That is Not AI. a real person. That's well, a robot. And Justin Bieber, his wife, she had a an aneurysm in, in her yeah. brain that they like had to 20 remove. 20-something years old. I know it. I mean, 20-something years old. News. People are dropping dead left and right. Yes, they are. I'm telling you. I read them all the time. These stories, these—it's just sad. And these people believe the government. I mean, we were screaming the whole time. Look, this thing's not safe. They lied. Not only did that, they run a national campaign mm -hmm. against ivermectin and hydrochloroquine, which worked. They ran a national campaign against that. Banned anybody, and this is going to come out in the Fauci files on Twitter. I guarantee you, banned mm -hmm. anybody that would even say it worked. They pressured all the Walgreens and all the places that sell these things. To, uh, they couldn't even prescribe it anymore, even if people needed it for anything else. And then they, you know, try to demonize it as horse pace, although it's been made for human consumption for decades and has won all these awards. And they demonized everything that worked. They made you, force you to do everything that didn't work. I mean, these people are evil. They belong in trials like Nuremberg trials, whatever you want to, military tribunals. I don't care what you say, but this is. That Dr. Fauci is an evil demon, and nobody's going to ever tell me he's not one of the most evil people that's ever existed on this planet. Well, and, and what they're afraid of is losing the narrative now, right? Because they've had all of this influence for all this time. Well, now that we are starting to take all of this back, thanks to Elon Musk, who has opened the gates, and you've got a lot of conservatives that are back on Twitter, and they are starting to doing doing their job, which was fantastic before, of reporting the truth. Here yeah, you, truth to power. Sure. Not I mean, government bootlickers. The, these are people, the people. <laughs> that were actually doing their homework, and so you've got all i've got this great little clip i'm going to play this one is by maze moore but he's showing and this is how i'm going to tie in adam shift into this whole thing shifty shift my representative for the for the time being listen to this yeah. here it is Uh, the president has long been concerned about the power of large social media platforms, uh, what they ha the power they have over our everyday lives, has long argued that tech platforms must be held accountable for the harms they cause. Uh, he's been a strong supporter of fundamental re reforms to achieve that goal, including reforms to Section 230, enacting antitrust reforms, requiring more transparency. Now, when he purchases Twitter, Elon Musk. I think that... Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical 
relationships with other countries uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth, worth being looked at. Okay, now now that Elon Musk runs Twitter for two months. And I think we've got a big problem right now with social media companies and their failure to moderate content and the explosion of hate on Twitter, um, the banning of journalists on Twitter. Um, I don't think these companies should enjoy an immunity from liability when they behave this way. Uh, you know, we can't tell them what to say or not say, but we, we gave them immunity. We said, if you'll be responsible moderators of content, uh, we will give you immunity. They haven't been, so why should they continue to enjoy that immunity from, from responsibility and liability? Are you talking about Shut getting up, rid of Section liar. 230, is liar. it? Is that um, I am. I think Section 230 either should be much more narrowly drawn so that companies have to have a clear policy, you know, what their community standards are and, and, yep. and mm -hmm. transparency and accountability, how they implement it, isn't that something well, we're getting transparency yeah you mean like when the <laughs> fbi was working with twitter against the american people for the democrat party while you was up there lying about everything trump said in the hearing absolutely Man, that's a scumbag the guy is the biggest liar in the world went after trump did that whole impersonation where he acted like those were the transcripts that he was reading from ukraine and it wasn't at all it was his narrative i mean the, the whole thing is rotten to the core you've got to start charging people outside of dc you've got to ask for a change of venue you've got to have a whole nother group of people that are investigating this third party for sure and we've got to get to the bottom of it because every single one of these people have been involved in this whole thing this has been an absolute conspiracy to take over our country they've hijacked it completely they, they've, they have had the power Everything. of all of these tools in order to have people shift their opinions, to shift their votes into what it is yeah. they want you to believe. Yeah. If you wonder why we harp on Twitter, information is everything. Yes, What information people receive, that's their whole perception of life. Exactly. So, you know, you, you, they can give people information, release the wrong information, not say the right information. Like I say, brainwash you through school, take over the social media accounts, get rid of anything that, that you say that's not with their narrative. And that's what's going on right now. And that's information. That's why the, what, what Elon Musk is doing on Twitter right now is way more important than SpaceX or going to Mars. I mean, what's Mars going to do? You know, saving free speech yeah. is is that more important? Without free speech, it all goes away. Okay, he don't have Tesla anymore; the government owns it. He don't have SpaceX. He can't do anything if free speech goes and freedom in America and it, and it dominoes throughout the world. Everything goes away, and I think he realizes that it all goes away. Well, it's a dead end, dead end, <laughs> because when and I use that word very, very pointedly, because when you start talking about forcing people to take jabs when they were out there celebrating it and then offering you burger fries and a Coke in order to get your yeah. jab. I mean, this is really that's how this is how bad it got. We lived through that. I'm going, are you kidding? And people the, fell for we, it. We we were I was screaming, everybody. God, look, masks don't. I was when it was unpopular to say it. We were saying it here. Mm. I can tell you right now. We were. We were saying it from the, I'm from the beginning, man. I went I, I was. I went right against Trump's lockdowns, and I'm telling you, you wouldn't believe the blue check marks that were involved in him cussing me out in Ooh. DMs. I, said, I don't care, and I let them all have it and said, look, 
I'm not giving up any of my freedoms for anybody. Not one second. They're like, just give two weeks and just like support, you know, Trump during the two week lockdown. I said, I'm not giving nobody a minute to take my freedoms away. Not a second, not a nanosecond. Nobody's going to take my freedoms away over 99%. I don't care who it is. I'm not giving two weeks because two weeks to flatten the curve is still getting flattened, folks. And we warned you that it was going to. Absolutely. And then, and then when, you know, you have to at some point put two and two together and don't worry about what they're telling you and just think and say, look, this doesn't make any sense. One jab then two, three, four, five in a year. Hmm. It doesn't make any sense. You know, okay. uh, All the mom and pop, middle-class people, good people that had family-run businesses since 1950. They shut them down, but Walmart, Home Depot, Safe, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Target, all the big million-dollar corporations got rich on this, and they put every middle-class business out. out. The liquor stores were open. The strip clubs were open. Churches were closed. They were arresting preachers. I mean, it just, none of it made sense. Makes sense now, doesn't it? Yeah, so it was all a scam. Why. I tried to tell everybody the whole thing. I've been calling it the biggest the biggest scam ever put on the whole world in oh, modern era is this COVID scam. It's so true. And I'll never forget being attacked nonstop about me questioning President Trump like you were constantly. And I was like, no, no, I'm not getting it. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do. I was very careful to say, hey, that's a decision that you need to make. But if it were me... I don't have enough information. They're not asking me for information. They're just asking me for my arm to jab. I won't let, you know, my stylist experiment on my hair like that. Okay. I just won't say, okay, just go ahead and do whatever you think. No, we have to have a conversation about what you think is going to look good on me and what you're not. Here's a surgeon. Just do anything you want while I'm under. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's just not how it works in my world. Well, and of course, there's a lot of things that are happening as a result. When you start looking at this border that has gotten completely out of control, this is scary, scary stuff. They've been acting like we have a secure border. You've seen Kamala Harris talking about it nonstop. Oh, everything is secure. Yeah, right. You've got kids in cages. You've got uh, Representative Tony Gonzalez who says, you know, he's showing the extreme overcrowding. Check out this. This is what's happening here. This is at our border. Is it the baked potato thing? Yes. Look at how many people. Millions. Millions coming across our border every single day. Can they not buy... Do they, can they not buy some blankets with all them billions we give them that don't exactly. make people look like they're baked potatoes? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, my God, what are them things made out of, man? Well, uh, you know why. Reynolds wrap. Well, you know why they're using that? Because they know that if they use fabric or anything else, any diseases that they're not testing the on testing these people for will get out there. So they're using baked potato blankets That's instead of cotton blankets or anything else. It's another thing when you can tell you covid's bullshit yeah they don't even worry about the, all these people coming across they never did millions of people they didn't care if they had covid they don't care mm-hmm. they don't believe in this stuff it's all to control you the climate change is a total hoax right the, the, and they and they teach your kids that you cannot tell a kid that's been in government school for 12 years that climate change is a hoax and that when you were a kid they were talking about the ice age coming they won't believe you right I mean, this is some really, really scary stuff. And they're they're sitting out there openly saying, I mean, remember when a Republican was president, 
Donald Trump. They were all hanging on the fences. They were talking about kids in cages. You had AOC in white leaning across that famous photograph, right? And and crying over the border situation. Now, all of a sudden, what are they saying? They're acting like there is absolutely nothing going on at the border and that we shouldn't be concerned with it at all. And yet you've got Title 42 that's about to be lifted and you, we've got a problem at our border. 100% problem. It's, it's already a problem. It's, it's gonna been a problem. It has been an absolute issue since the very beginning, but that's what they wanted. They wanted to bring all of these people in, and so did the lame Republicans as well, the establishments, because they want to replace us. They don't want us here to be able to tell our story. The problem is most of the left is who fell for all of this nonsense, who is who is saying, oh, you should all bring, you know, build bridges, not borders, Go ahead and take the vaccine. Well, a lot of these people aren't going to be around. <laughs> I mean, with the way this whole thing is working out for people, it they kind of got rid of their own people. I, it, it's scary what has been happening here in this country. I am I am just completely appalled. I I knew there was something wrong the last couple of years because I was one of the people that they shut down completely, and I could go over to any social media platform and notice that there was a there was an absence in the other side, in the other side of the conversation with conservatives and everything else. It was awfully quiet. Well, that's what they used in order to control the narrative. They've been lying to everyone and they've been able to get away with it. They've lied. They're, this whole thing from the start was a lot. I didn't participate in it. I said, I'm never going to. I'm going to take everything, the frontline doctors, if I get it. Mm-hmm. And I did get it. Recommend. I'm not doing anything the government recommends. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not doing it. I, I never wore a mask. Still hadn't worn one. Of course, if I'm in a hospital or something, and you know, I respect for what everybody else, I'd wear one. I'm, I'm not that much of an asshole, but I didn't wear one to anywhere. I'd march right in the grocery store. I got to buy groceries, man. I'm not wearing a mask. Say something to me. Right. I I'm not doing either. it. I had. I, I don't do it. Do I would it. if it worked, but it doesn't, so I'm not. Well, I mean, I had people that would not good get into the elevator with me at work because I didn't have a mask on. I had people that would say, mm. I would say, what floor? And they would look at me and they would say, uh, not on this elevator. And they would hop out. No, I'm going to get elevator COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more afraid of them now, believe me, and all of their spike proteins than they should be afraid of me because I've you had COVID twice. You should wear a mask next time and, and so the same people get on and fart <laughs> on the way up. And say, yep, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then hit every button you know one two three four five six seven, eight, nine, exactly <laughs> and say now say something <laughs> it is just it really is it's scary what they have been able to get away with i honestly like like you there there have to be trials there has to be too many people have died as a result of all of this and they're going to continue to and it is just unbelievable now all of a sudden they're calling for section 230 they don't want you they want to reform social media when they've had the whole platform for years they've the republicans actually try to do it and all every democrat voted against it just recently right when trump was in office Exactly. And now you have, uh, and they all lie. So you've got Senator Brown who's saying he doesn't hear a lot about immigration. When I talk about how important your voices are and how the left is going to get a rude awakening, and I played the clip from MSNBC's Chuck Todd that said, wow, maybe maybe this isn't, you aren't, you didn't win the popular vote, you didn't win the House. They're starting to wake up. Well, here he is. He's sitting there saying, 
I haven't heard a lot about immigration. I don't I don't hear a lot about immigration from voters except people in the far right that that always want to gain political um, advantage by talking about it. <laughs> you want to make a bet? There are plenty of people that would love to talk about the border, but you've shut them down for years. Now, this guy's supposed to be representing the United States of America, and all they want to do is get so many people over here that'll vote for them. Mm -hmm. They don't care if your whole neighborhood is 15,000 illegals camp out in it. They don't care. They're elitist. They're rich. They live in gated communities. They don't care about you. Look what happened. Look what happened when Ron says 50 to, to Martha's Vineyard, the widest, most Democrat, elitist snob place on the planet they panicked sure i mean there's like oh we better do it just bring out some fake fruit loops some tootie rings oh. and some, <laughs> some rice krispies <laughs> but some some, some some poppy rice <laughs> and some set of frosted flakes you know they were, oh they were eating <laughs> sugar corns oh god it wouldn't even give them real cereal you know they give them the fake stuff and then they oh we love y'all let's do a photo op and then put them on a bus and them to a military base the next day boy they oh, were out god. of there and they a couldn't flash. have it they called the governor that's right they called the mayor they called in the national guard mm -mm. the national guard they mm -mm. actually showed up mm -mm. yeah they this couldn't is... handle it no they couldn't and I, I think it's going they talk to be... a mean game, not in my neighborhood. They don't care if they're in your if you live in El Paso and you're like you don't have a life anymore and you got to move. They don't care. Oh my god! Don't send them. They should have. I wish they'd have kept sending every day a thousand to Martha Vineyard, hundreds of thousands in New York, hundreds of thousands in DC. Mm -hmm. That's how you battle this. They have to keep this doing it, uh, what they're doing, but not as a photo op, but as a, a policy. Well, and then you have, of course, breaking news that the sham January 6th committee approves criminal referrals against President Trump. I and they're going to do just what on. I talked about early in the show. They're going to try to get him for a rubber stamp judge, rubber stamp jury, and they're going to try to convict him so he don't run again. Isn't that something? It's coming. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Peacefully and patriotically. Mm. Mm. And meanwhile, we should be looking right into all of these people that are participating in this nonsense because they obviously probably... It's a kangaroo court. Exactly. They have something to hide. Who's your daddy? We want to know who you are. Ugh, I cannot stand them. What a way to start a Monday. How are the babies? Let's just shift subject really quick. How are your little babies over there? Oh, Pat? they're doing good. They're yeah? Doing good. You're holding them now? I got. Oh, yeah, I can pick them up and like, no, purr. But, you know, you can only pick them up for maybe 10, 15 seconds and then get nervous. But they'll purr while you're like, <laughs> but that I, I have that cage. Um, I had this really nice, pretty expensive dog cage that I bought for the puppies. And it's big, you know, and I put like levels in it. There's like a little layer they can stay on the ground. And there's a middle layer. Then I got that real high thing I built. And they just kind of got a jungle gym in there. Oh, and they, my gosh. They that's love that. Sweet. If you bring them out, yeah, that's the thing that's like two foot, three foot high that they jump up on and sleep. But I can take them out of the cage and, and leave the door open and take them about 10 foot back and set them on the floor and they run back to the cage. Oh, my gosh. Well, they're which just is not weird. comfortable. They're, they feel yet. safe. They really feel safe in there. So they like it there. They're, they're relaxed. They play. They, uh, you know, they just – and then Mau Mau, of course, who was so good, My the, the other wildcat I found, he was so good with the puppies. Oh, yeah, he gets on top of the cage and puts his arm down and plays <laughs> with them all day long. <laughs> 
They they slap fight all day long. Oh my gosh, they are just so adorable. I don't know how you're gonna get rid of any of them because I mean they are very comfortable. They've they've settled I got in. I got I've got I've rescued all these animals and I always said I do the best I can. But sometimes you know I've got to. I got that one that got hurt, that stray cat that uh, got his arm mauled by that uh, right. fox. I got him in the garage. I had him in the garage for two months. He's finally healed up. Good. But I can't let him back out. One I call Stinky. Yeah. And um, so I got to rehome him, them, and then hopefully keep all the dogs. I've been trying to keep them. The dogs are weird. Are a weird thing because they're they were all wild. The puppies are doing great. They're no harm, no foul. But man, the dynamic between the older ones, the older ones don't like the younger ones anymore, and they're all fighting and then. It was real bad with Pedro and uh, fighting, you know, trying to beat up Petey for a long time. And then um, then uh, Pedro and Sweetie were fighting. And then Sweetie and Petey were fighting and um, for about a week. And that was real bad. And now they're all friends again. And now Pedro and Petey's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, you know. I, I don't know if I have to, you know, rehome one. Because I want them to be happy and I, you know. I don't want it to, just to fight all day, but it's hard when you got six different dogs. They're all wild, um, and they've got a certain dynamic. You know, you want them all to get along. So I don't know if I'm gonna have to shuffle something around. Uh, probably just spend a lot of money and build kennels where I can keep them separated if I need to or whatever. Well, I don't build kennels like three by two. Nah. My kennel for the puppies is it's a ten by ten. A concrete area made with a six foot high fence so they got a nice indoor outdoor carpet porch outside and you go in they got a room that's as big as most people's bedroom in there and they got futons and air conditioned heat oh how <laughs> toys wonderful. So they, they literally live in a condo and they love it they'll they i'll let i'll leave the gate open to their little outdoor place the puppies and after they play an hour they'll go back and put themselves to bed <laughs> oh they're just so sweet though look at them. this is wiggles here he wants to play yeah <laughs> yeah i was i was i got up real early in the morning it was, it was just a little bit past daylight oh, and i heard something tapping on my window i looked over and i said oh my god please let me get this picture he had a stick <laughs> Let's go, Dad. Let's go play. I oh, it's so cute. They are wonderful, and they're so lucky to have you. I, with all the work that you're doing over there on Cat Turd Ranch, I do hope you pay particular attention to stall three, which is my stall. That is yeah. where I will be going in. Um, so just make sure that you make sure that has all the comforts of homes like these animals do, because <laughs> I'm fully expecting it. I'll put a cot and a Bowflex in there or something for you to work <laughs> <laughs> to get rid of all this tension that I have from reporting on all this stuff Lord. day in and day out. Wow. wow. But I, I'm not, I can't keep all these animals. I've got to rehome some of the cats and stuff. So I just, I'm not going to do anything with these kittens for about another week or two because they're, they were so traumatized. So, and then, you. you know, I, you know, when you first get them, you're thinking they need food right. and then they need water and then they need to rest but it really wasn't in that order. They really, because they just quit nursing, they wouldn't, you know, they were hungry as hell. I'm not going to lie, but they wouldn't like skinny, but, um, you know, you know, like crazy skinny or anything, but they needed water. They it hadn't rained. I, I didn't think about it, but it hadn't rained since they were born. Oh so gosh. they, they didn't have any water and, and they, I, I was putting bowls of water at first. They were drinking the whole bowl. I put another bowl, drink the whole bowl. 
and then they can sleep because i mean think about it they're so used to just fighting for their lives out there there's coyotes and foxes and everything else trying to eat them and there's been a lot of wild kittens born in them woods by my house and none of them survive i mean none of them none of them make it except nubs for a little while and then stinky who i and then i guess that other one that i that i got into meow meow so three of all the kittens there's been a hundred kittens back there in four years and the three of them survived only because i kept them that's well and you really worked it's impossible for, for a kitten to survive out there man it's just too wild it's a I swamp was so glad when you caught these three i was so worried about the last one i thought oh my gosh he's got to do it i knew you would but i knew it was going to be two days of no sleep and i knew oh, they're gonna... hilarious <laughs> i bet they are I after you fun. feed them after, after you feed them they play and jump around on all <laughs> the little jungle gyms in there and and wrestle each other oh my god it's it's it, it, i it, It'll make you laugh so hard because they're just, they go crazy. I know. Kittens are so much fun to watch. They are so much fun to watch. Oh, my gosh. Well, just You need a kitten, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In the middle of everything that's going on. You're moving to Florida. Yeah, kitten take care of itself. You know, you can just. Exactly. Leave some food and some. Oh, I've had wonderful Litter in there, and you can leave for two days, come back. They're like, I didn't even know you was gone. Exactly. (laughs) And they don't care. I mean, it's just kind of like, hmm. You're interrupting me. <laughs> yeah, what do you want exactly? All right, everyone. Well, that's an update on the weekend, just so everyone knows. We are, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of things happening here. We're going to watch the GOP and see how they respond. Of course, you have uh, Ronna McDaniel, who doesn't want to debate anybody. She just thinks she's going to just keep that position. Gosh. I hope that's not the case. And then, of course, you have McCarthy, who is calling out the five people that are not voting in his favor because he doesn't want a regime change either. Imagine that. I know. I'm fully fully prepared for it to happen. We're going to have the exact same people running the GOP that have gotten us in this Uh, position to begin with for doing nothing. It just, it never ends. We we can't ever win. But we're going to keep trying and we're going to get on top of it someday. We're going to have our voices heard this time around. And that's why we really encourage everybody to make sure that you're on all social media platforms and that you're tagging your representatives because a lot of them have been living in this bubble and they don't know that your voices say otherwise. They've bought into this whole thing. So please make sure you're out there and you're making some noise and and getting some some good things in because we need you to be heard And, and tag me. I will be happy to jump on any bandwagon that you're on if it makes sense to me and if it's something that we need to do. I'm full fully on Twitter now. Anyway, everyone be safe. I want to, oh, I have to, one thing to do. I have to thank everybody. Sorry. There have been a couple of people that I did not see last week. Uh, Bronze Cowgirl, C. Hibbs, Crystal Key, Fire Altar 941. We also have Fiona is my bitch today. And she says we, we call that medicine run. Death is near. Yeah. We're working on the whole COVID thing. And when he releases the files, we will make sure that we read them all here on the, on everything that's going on with the whole COVID thing and Fauci. That should be interesting. I cannot wait to see that. Anyway, all of these articles and more are available in the description below on our social media platforms. Be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later.